Chapter 5 Who Do I Pray To? My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you, and I will look up. Who do I direct my prayer to? This was a question I had for some time. Do I pray to God the Father, His Son, Jesus Christ, or Holy Spirit? Or all of them at different times? Or do I just speak with the Lord and all three are covered? Am I getting too technical? But if I wanted to know God more intimately, I needed to know. The words of Jesus resonated in my being. Seek and you shall find. Jesus told us that God is our Heavenly Father. The reason we can pray to God as our Heavenly Father is because Jesus made it possible to have direct access to Him, and it is Holy Spirit who actually helps us. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. It is clear from Scripture that we are to pray to our Heavenly Father, He being the primary focus of prayer, the one we direct our prayer to. Paul said, Now I beg you, brethren, through the Lord Jesus Christ and through the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me in prayers to God for me. I speak with God, my Heavenly Father, my Abba, about anything, and with all types of prayer and supplication in understanding, and with the Spirit, non-understanding, tongues, asking, talking, and thanking Him for whatever is in His heart and my heart. Now, is it a sin to speak to Jesus or Holy Spirit? If we are able to command demons to leave, speaking negatively to them, and this isn't a sin, how is it wrong to speak with Jesus or Holy Spirit, who are also in the unseen? So absolutely not. True, there aren't many examples in Scripture where people spoke to an unseen Jesus and Holy Spirit, but there are some. Jesus is my Lord, owner, master. Paul prayed to the Lord Jesus three times when he was being persecuted. Throughout 2 Corinthians, the Lord is referenced to as the Lord Jesus and God is our Father. Now there are exceptions, like when Paul quoted the Old Testament, but most times it is in reference to Jesus Christ. Similarly, I generally speak with my Lord Jesus regarding persecution, especially when I'm being persecuted, and I continually thank Him for what He has done for me. Holy Spirit is my teacher, helper, and comforter. Jesus said that he would send his disciples another helper, like him, a teacher. If Holy Spirit was their teacher, like Jesus, then they would obviously speak with him like they had spoken with Jesus. Holy Spirit spoke with Peter, and he obeyed, and so should we. There is also evidence from Scripture, when decisions were made by the early church, that the apostles, elders, and brothers interacted with Holy Spirit. The apostles, elders, and brothers wrote a letter to the Gentiles and said, For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. They knew what seemed good to Holy Spirit because they knew the difference between Holy Spirit's will and their will. They were in consistent communion with Him and thus were able to speak on His behalf. Paul finished off the letter to Corinthians with, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. So I generally speak with my teacher and helper, Holy Spirit, when I'm trying to understand something in the Scripture or general chit-chat about things. How to Pray There are corporate prayers where we pray together for a certain outcome, and there are corporate prayers where we are assembled together but we pray individually. There are also prayers we pray on our own. 
This is what I want to elaborate on. Jesus said, When you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathens do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. The key ingredient of prayer is having the right heart the right motivation before God. So am I grateful or always complaining? Am I transparent before Him or hiding something? Am I honoring Him all the time or only when it's convenient? Do I really believe He responds or am I just hoping, covering my bases? So what is the right heart? Having an inner zeal to expand and help His kingdom and living in Christ's righteousness. This results in being grateful, transparent, honoring, and knowing He is listening. True prayer can only take place when we set our religious eloquences and rehearsed repetitions aside and pray like David did, from the heart, with total reverence. It is better to have a few words from the heart than ten thousands of words without heart. When the disciples asked Jesus how to pray, Jesus answered, When you pray, say, Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed is your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, also on the earth as in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for indeed we also forgive all who owe us, and bring us not into temptation, but rescue us away from evil, because yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory into eternity. Amen. For indeed, if you forgive men their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Now if you forgive not men their transgressions, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. The pattern the Lord showed us here is to honor our Heavenly Father, to seek His will to be done, to be His example, and to depend upon Him. And this pattern is seen in the prayers of both Jesus and the early church. Avoid prayer traditions. Try not to command demons to leave while in prayer with Him. Do that before or after. There are no examples in Scripture of people commanding demons to leave while they were in prayer to God. Unless directed by God, don't do it. Don't say, you are real, or things like this. He's more real than you are, so act like it. Don't hide behind prayer by using prayer as a tool to preach to people. If I do this, then I'm being deceitful and not directing it to God. I should rather just tell them what it is I want to say and pray to God from my heart. Don't brag by quoting reams of Scripture in prayer, but rather use the Scripture to back up what is being prayed. Reflecting on self first is mandatory, and repent if anything comes to mind. Pray in confidence that He hears you. Try limiting the amount of words used in prayer by praying from the heart. Stop throughout and listen. Remember, amen shouldn't be used as a goodbye, but rather use it to confirm what is being said. I'm in agreement. Let it be done.